Hello. Yo, what's up? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's not Laura. That that is uh, that's Michael. Thanks. Are you are you serious? I am. I'm pretty <laughs> sure this is Laura. What are you talking about? Yeah, what am I talking about? What happened to my voice? Now, Laura is out this week. She is not feeling up to par. She's got some kind of nasty sinus infection thing. Sounds horrible. But that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but I somehow convinced this dumbass over here to uh, hang out with me and uh, let us record in his house. So <laughs> she's just using me for my living room yes. at this point. Hey, th- it's quiet in here, though. Like, it's fine. It is. It actually works out pretty well. Yeah, I don't know what you're complaining about. I'm going to rent it out as a sound studio from here on out. <laughs> Make some money on the side. Heck yeah, let's go. <laughs> Hey, it whatever works, man. Whatever works. So, first thing, um, did you see this morning the crazy news about Jimmy Buffett? I did hear about Jimmy Buffett. <sighs> so sad, a legend. Uh, Jimmy, for those that don't know, Jimmy Buffett was seventy six, and he passed away yesterday, September first, twenty twenty three. Did he ever find a salt shaker of salt? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's the real question. I do not know. Um, Yeah, according to Yahoo, they like uh, they don't know what he passed away from. It just says that he passed away peacefully on the night of September 1st, surrounded by family, friends, music and dogs. He lived his life like a song to the very last breath and will be missed beyond measure by so many. So, I, I mean, I. I never heard of him having any like issues or anything. I think, and they said that in like May, I think he had to cancel a concert, but that was like, and I don't know if he'd performed it all over the summer or not, but beyond that, I haven't heard about anything. Yeah. I like, I haven't heard like if he was had a stroke, had heart attack or got diagnosed with cancer or something. One would assume if he was surrounded by family and dogs and whatever else he was surrounded by that they knew that this was going to happen. Yeah. That was, that was kind of my thought too. But so, so I think that, yeah, I mean, it's sad. I mean, he was obviously beloved in his own style of music, not really my, my style of music, but <laughs> his style of music really resonated with a lot of people. So, yeah, yeah I, I liked his, I liked his laid back, laid back attitude. I thought that was, that was always cool. I'm and, always down for a dude that's down for uh, day drinking. So yeah, let's, I'm, <laughs> I have no problem with his right? lifestyle. Fuck, who, who needs that? Just, just fucking go for it. <laughs> it doesn't matter what time. It's five o'clock somewhere, man. And I do have tequila. I really should have bought like margarita stuff. Yeah, we should have. We should should have. have, We should have done a podcast where we're drinking tequila the whole time. Not the whole time. I black out. (laughs) (laughs) How how long do you think this podcast is going to be, Nyla? I don't know. Not that long, but fuck. Um, If we record for. (laughs) I don't know how long you think it takes for me to black out. I've never seen you on tequila. That's very true. You have not. I've we've drank together, but not with tequila involved. (laughs) 
<laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know if we either one of us want to go there. No, there's a there's a reason Nyla does not drink a lot of tequila. Um, usually after about the third shot, it's it's all downhill. <laughs> I do have some really horrible tequila no, in the freezer. No, 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 sweetie, we're not doing that. All right, it no. is. Uh, I have a fun story about that. I bought it on clearance at Super Saver for four dollars for a bottle, and it was like a big ass <gasps> bottle. Oh my god! And it tastes just as much bad as you would imagine it would. It tastes as bad as it is cheap. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I could clean my counters with the stuff. It's ridiculous. Yuck! That, that's. It sounds almost like Hawkeye vodka. Oh, yeah. I have some cheap vodka. I have some cheap vodka in there, too, if you'd like it. No. No. No, 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 no. Not doing that. Hell no. To make it perfectly clear to the listening audience, I do not bring women into my house and try to feed them (laughs) alcohol. (laughs) That could be problematic. I just want people to want to clear that up for everyone. He's not a creeper. (laughs) As much as he sounds like one right now. Absolutely, I do. Stop, ladies. What's going on? He is single, and this is why. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I trust me. I'm very well aware of why I'm single. I know you know. Just... And you're very well aware I'm of why I'm very I well am aware. Because I was trying to figure out how long I've known you. I've known you since what? The we started talking the end of 2018. That's what I, I have too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was into 2018. And then we hung out and crashed that podcast. Yeah. So we this isn't our first time together on a podcast. No. But the first time we were on together on a podcast, we were drunk. Yeah. Or at there, least I was drinking. Oh, I was drinking a lot as well, too. <laughs> that so was, That was a great time. There was no tequila involved in that one. <laughs> no. Just a lot of beer. A lot of beer. But it was fine. In fact, that was what the podcast was about, drinking beer. Yes. Three beers later. So sad it's, so sad it's over. Well... I've talked to Mark. Mark has said that they've considered like just doing like an update, but with all stuff like that has happened within recent months, yeah. he says they were going to have to like hold off on it. And I was like, yeah, probably. But... Yeah. He, he, they've had a lot going on. So yeah. yeah. Yep. Both have. So, okay. Uh, what was the other thing I wanted to talk about real quick? Uh, Oh yes. So as everyone knows, we are from the state of Nebraska. And if you have not seen, the like local and national news um nebraska broke a world record this week heck yeah we so did so freaking awesome um we broke the world record for most in attendance at a women's sporting event 92,003 do not forget the three. Never discount the three. <laughs> Never I mean, discount the three. The drones didn't fly up and put a zero. They put a three. Yeah. And it, that's, it's funny because, like, I think the large, let's see, the largest number before that for an NCAA women's event, I think, was 16,000. It wasn't at the Wisconsin volleyball game yeah. at their mm-hmm. basketball arena. Yeah, it was like sixteen yeah. or seventeen thousand. Because our record was like fifteen, and then they broke it with sixteen, and then they were like telling John Cook, like, you know, think big, John, and he was like, well, the basketball stadium won't hold enough people, <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, yeah, think bigger, bud. <laughs> so they did the football stadium and. Honestly, seeing it on TV, it was actually really fucking sweet. It was super cool. Yeah. Uh, as someone who 
is known to not be like the largest Husker fan ever. I thought it was really cool, not just for the University of Nebraska, but for the state of Nebraska as a whole. Yeah. So for people that know Michael, that's in his Twitter and shit or X or whatever you want to call it. He loves to troll us Husker fans because he's a dick and he's from Kansas. Need I say more? <laughs> you will say more. No, because but... you're such a dick and you're such a. I, I'm just I'm just realistic. I just I know that people I know my you persona are, at this first point. of all, first of all, you are a Jayhawks fan. Yes, so I am. Realistic doesn't really fit. OK, <laughs> for basketball, sure. Football, no. <laughs> what bowl game did you guys go to last year? Because I, I, I think back we went to a bowl game last year. Didn't you lose to Kansas State? We well, we lose to Kansas State almost every, every year. In football. <laughs> yeah, so shut the fuck up, Michael. <laughs> shut up. Anyway, still, where, where are your championships? Where we are they? Lot, we have a lot of basketball championships. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. So shut <laughs> up. <laughs> 97 was a long time ago. You were just a little, little tyke in 97. 90. Do you even know how old I was? You would have been, what? Let's see here. This let me gonna, do the this, math. This is going to be cute. No, let me do the math here. So you were... You'd have been like 10, right? <laughs> no. Like, I was born in 85. So 12. I was so far <laughs> off, Nyla. So far Oh, off. my God. <laughs> 12 or 13, <laughs> depending on the time of the year. 12 or 13. Either way, I was still like a tween teen. Wasn't yeah. a little kid. Yeah, close I mean, enough. Close enough. Whatever. Yeah, I was only two years off here. Come on now. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Yeah. But anyway, it's been a long time since Nebraska's been good in football. Uh, yeah. But we also love our volleyball team because our volleyball team is actually really fucking good. They so. are really good every year. And yes. Coach Cook is probably the best college volleyball coach in the nation. If he does not get a statue outside of like the Devaney Center, I will cry. The it man deserves it. So so bad <laughs> you could argue that as far as most influential husker athletic leaders that him and osborne are probably the two that would be i mean yeah you could probably put devaney in there you could put some other people but yeah. uh, i i think john cook honestly should go down as he's a legend around here plain and he, simple yeah he really is. like if you don't know who john cook is i you live under a rock to be honest um it's just like if you don't know who tom osborne is it's yeah. <laughs> I assume most of Ranter Banter Nation knows who John Cook and Tom Osborne are. Uh, yeah, probably. I would think so. If you live in the US, I would think you'd know who at least who Tom Osborne is. He's not he's pretty well known in like Oklahoma and Colorado. He's he's pretty well known all over. Actually. Uh, you guys do have listeners though in like don't you have a listener in like Germany or something? We have listeners in Germany, uh we have listeners in Hong Kong, we have listeners in uh my friend down in Brazil. Um Ireland. We, yeah, there's all over. But you guys are freaking global. Yeah. Uh mostly though we do have some in like Quebec. So up in Canada. So hi, Canada. <laughs> Do they speak English or French? I have no idea. Because that'd be really funny if they spoke French and this was like their only exposure to English was Dude. us. <laughs> I, I do not know a lick of French at all. The only thing besides like maple syrup, the one thing I absolutely love, and we just had these at work the other day. I love all dressed chips. Have well, you ever had them? No, what's an oh all dressed chip? Okay, so 
this is not where this podcast is supposed to go, but this is where we're going. We're going there. We're going there. Um, Basically, like, I think someone said it's supposed to be like a ketchup based chip, but I look at it more as like a tomato based uh, barbecue kind of sauce. Oh, okay. But it's really fucking good. Like, I, we had them at work. It's like a limited time Lay's ruffle chip, but they're kettle chips. And they are so goddamn good. I should have brought some. Uh, kettle chips are always the way to go with potato oh, chips yeah. anyway. I was like, first of all, I love the all dressed. Secondly, the kettle chip is like my absolute favorite type of chip. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And, and I don't do like flavored chips. Really? But, yeah, I don't like flavored chips. So if you had to just have a sandwich at home and have your choice of chips, you're going to choose like a plain Lay's chip? Yep. Wow, Nyla. <laughs> I'm plain wow. Jane. I am plain you Jane. You are so boring. I am. I really, really fucking am. Like, I, I I like plain Pringles. I like plain. I just like the salt. I'm a salty bitch. I love <laughs> salt. It's just what? You, I wasn't going to disagree with that. I know. But... I'm just saying. I'm a salty bitch. I like salt. Mm. <laughs> You've got some flavor to you, though. A little, but. I these but these are like and I don't even like barbecue chips typically. Barbecue chips are usually like really disgusting to me. But I remember people were talking about these when I was on like a business trip and I was like, oh, I need some of those. So somebody from Canada brought me like two giant bags of them. And just, like the minute I opened the bag when at work and I opened it and I got that smell, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, they still smell the same. They have like a distinct smell to them. They're so good. I'm actually curious about these. Yes. A lot of people at work didn't really like them. I I don't know. I it's an acquired taste, I guess. I don't know. Tomatoes and ketchup in general are, because I know my kid is not a huge tomatoes or ketchup fan in general either. Yeah. See, I don't like ketchup. Really? Yeah. Not a ketchup fan. What is your go to dip? Is it ranch for everything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you're so Midwestern. You're so Midwestern. You're the typical Nebraskan all the way through. Such a basic bitch. It's so sad. (laughs) Is Dorothy Lynch your number two or? No. (laughs) (laughs) And then you're not completely Um, Nebraskan then. No. um, uh, I I really like garlic parm. Like garlic parmesan. I love that stuff. Have you ever had the creamy garlic from a certain restaurant here in town that's like a dipping sauce? Uh, I don't know if you know the restaurant that I'm talking about, but it's actually by your work. So also, I'll tell you off air, but I don't think so. They use, they, and they don't have ranch for any of their dipping sauces, which is really weird, but they have this creamy garlic and hmm. yeah, I'll tell you where it's at after yeah, we're getting done here. That'll be fun. Yeah. It'll hmm. give you something to we'll hold on to here. <laughs> Not be so basic. God, Nyla. Always like the ranch. I'm just plain water, plain yeah. chips. Yeah, dip your plain chips in some ranch, why don't you? <laughs> hey, don't make fun of me. I like French dip or like French onion dip. Oh, that, that, that stuff's I, good. Yeah, that's good too. I like that stuff. I like making it homemade though. If I'm going to make it, it's got to be homemade. Like, what do you mean? Like out of the packet, like homemade? Or, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I could find the actual seasonings to do it. I would probably do it that way, but, or buttermilk ranch is really, really good too. I do prefer, if I'm going to have ranch, I do prefer like the powder, like mix the powder together, Mm -hmm. sort of dressing or sour cream or whatever. Well, I was told the buttermilk ranch is like the best. (laughs) That's, that's just what I'm told. I don't know if I've ever 
differentiated between buttermilk ranch and actual ranch, but I think buttermilk is creamier, which would make sense. Mm -hmm. So that that's about all I can come up with. I love Runza's ranch, Runza and like Amigos Ranch are like right up there. Those are the top two. Those would be a top two. Mm -hmm. If we're tiering our ranches, those would be <laughs> S tier, S tier ranches right there. So Midwest, Jesus Christ! This is like most Midwestern conversation <laughs> I've ever had in my it life. It Really is. Good we're, God, we're ranking ranch Rank dressings. Oh. oh, yeah. Well. No, if we really wanted to rank ranch dressings, we'd have to like say, "Do you is Hidden Ranch your favorite ranch?" Hidden Valley's like a or Hidden Valley, a, yeah. I guess. That's Hidden, what it is. Hidden Valley's like a B or C tier, and then you go from there, whether it's good or bad. I feel like is that what it is? At least in my world, it is. It seems like everybody loves that shit, and I don't know what it is. Like I don't hate it, but I like the Craft Ranch better. I don't. I, I don't know. I'm honestly. I'm such a cheap ass that I usually <laughs> buy like the store brand ranch wherever I'm at and mm. usually just live with that. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never actually like lined them up. I've seen people on TikTok like line them up and like they can tell which is which. I'm not that obsessed. I just like ranch. But I remember in school, like back in high school, we there was like a big you know, they had a big jug and it had like the little push pump on top. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it had the ranch in it. And I remember the day they changed it because the ranch wasn't white. It was like a weird off colored, like beige color. And it was awful. That's not. <laughs> no. No, that it was sounds horrible. Horrible. And we're all looking at our principal like, can you please like change the ranch back please <laughs> nothing is... like making a high school revolt oh, over yeah. ranch getting like angry as fuck <laughs> grab your pitchforks <laughs> bitch this is going to war <laughs> teenagers will protest over things and that's we're a protest worthy right there it really is oh. the other thing the protest would probably be this upcoming husker game next week that was a good segue. There. I know, right? What a hell of a segue! <laughs> we'll, we'll you made change there. it. We'll change the subject. <laughs> Even though we're not a Husker podcast, we're going to talk a little Husker football. So I'm really sorry for anyone who's not a Husker fan. That's okay. We'll introduce them to the game a little bit here. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I so as people know, if maybe you don't, we played Minnesota this week and lost by what three? Yes. So fucking annoying. And we're ahead the majority of the game, the entire second half, pretty much. Yeah. Until the very end. First of all, I don't know why you say we. You are not a Husker fan. So why do you say we? Because I live in the state of Nebraska. You still don't claim this place. Hey, yeah, who, yeah, yeah, who's yeah, met Matt yeah, Rule? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, <laughs> okay. Okay. I have a job that actually permits me to have interactions with the Nebraska Athletic Department. Uh, that gives me a little bit more we there. But no, you're right. I shouldn't say we mm -mm. because now if we want to talk Creighton basketball no. or KU football, no. I will be happy no. to say we there. No. There's no we. That's you. There <laughs> that's is no all we. Me. There a, is, that's all you. That's an all that's, me. That's all you, not me. I, I'm, I'm good with that. I'll take success. <laughs> okay. Okay. Whatever, and can't, no, we're not gonna talk. We're not gonna talk about that. But I did watch the Colorado game today. Colorado TCU, such a good game. It as much as I hate Colorado, and I I don't like Deion Sanders. Like I've never liked him, even before he became a head coach. Any of that shit, I've just never liked his personality. Whatever that personality is that he puts out there, I'm not a fan. 
you are not a Dallas Cowboys fan, which I know you're not. No. So that would make sense considering your NFL allegiance as well, too. So Yeah, I just, I, yeah. And also, I'm not a 49ers fan either. So there's that. But I just, I don't, I, I mean, kudos to him for, like, turning that program around. But really, I, I don't know. I, it's hard for me to say how different those two things are. Because him at Colorado, he got rid of, like, 75% of the team. Oh, yeah. And brought in different people. Our team, we still have, like, what? We still have 70% of the team. So it's a lot of stuff from people that are learning to unlearn things from before. So I think you can't really compare the two, to be honest. I mean, and you can't compare anything after one game. I will give you that. I mean, yes. And we've talked off air about this too, about how TCU on was basically a brand new team from last year too. And Mm -hmm. Minnesota was a nine win team last year. And, uh, brought back a majority of their team and have a better quarterback than they did last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's some things there. I mean, next week ought to be very interesting for those who don't know. Nebraska does play Colorado next Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> it's a home game. It's been everybody that's watched like anything on Fox will see it because it's been advertised because it's his first home game and it they're playing us and that's an old rival and. Listen, bringing Deion Sanders in has been, has bought the University of Colorado millions upon millions of dollars of earned media that they would have not had if Deion Sanders was not there. Not that a rich state fucking needs more money, but okay. Well, Nebraska should have got Deion Sanders then, and then they would have gotten all the same First of all, I don't think he would have fit in here. Honestly, I don't think this was a fit for him. No, obviously it's not. No. Boulder is probably not a complete fit, but they do have some inherent advantages. Yeah, they can smoke weed out there. That's the inherent advantage. That, that's about it. But, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I was listening to um, the radio on the way in here, and I was the guy that was talking about it. Was ta- All he would talk about is fucking Dion, and I was like, okay, bud, I might have to change the channel because he's a uh, Colorado-born kid. He went to the university, and he's like, I don't see any better university. And I'm like, have you been anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of better universities than Colorado. Like, yes, they have views. And I'm not trying to talk shit on the state of Colorado, okay? I, I There's I, a lot of good things about the state of Colorado, the things that we don't do in Nebraska that they do in Colorado that I am okay with. But. And I've said this on this pod before. There is nothing we can do about the state of Nebraska because we did not create the state lines. Okay? No. We were cut out of, like, all the fucking waterways and everything else. So... And two-thirds of the state of Nebraska doesn't even want to be a part of Nebraska anyway. They mm-hmm. want to secede into their own damn state. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I don't think people in Nebraska necessarily have a problem with the state of Colorado, but they definitely have a problem with the University of Colorado. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, there's a bad history there. Oh, with, yeah. Like their fans being, I mean, we can't, we're like, even now we fear going there because if I drove, I couldn't drive my car with like my license plate because I would fear somebody like keying my car doing something to my car because that it it happens every year 
But you do realize that Nebraskans brought that on in a lot of regards. I mm-hmm. They were the ones who put up the Sal is dead, go big red signs. <gasps> they mm-hmm. m- mocked a, their dead quarterback. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, yeah, that's kind of fighting words right there, you know. Yeah, but still, I mean, we didn't throw like balls of ice at you though either yeah those ice balls yeah that's Mm -hmm. kind of a thing and i know um i remember damon benning talking about was he did he say there were bottles of urine being thrown too you just wanted to bring up urine in this podcast i swear to god yeah (laughs) it's kind of come up later (laughs) i know stay tuned everybody yeah but still like i mean that's just the the beef between the two states is just utterly ridiculous and like like i said kudos to Dion and you know the team for having a good win. The game was really intense, that's for sure. But I like number one, Colorado definitely better than what I expected them to be, and TCU fucking a lot worse than what I thought they would fucking be. I thought they'd be a lot better. Yeah, I think I think we can all agree on that, and I do think that I just if you'd asked people in this state a week ago they would have just assumed that oh colorado's gonna suck and that's gonna be an easy win mm-hmm. i think a lot of people went oh shit today and realized yeah. that it's probably not gonna be as easy as they thought well losing to minnesota i'm just like oh this is gonna be a rough year like I, first of all i hate playing in conference first game oh yeah that's that sucks like mm-hmm. that fucking sucks um but beyond that like i uh and just losing to PJ Fleck. I, I hate PJ Fleck much more than I hate Deion Sanders. I've, I've talked about him on this podcast too. I just think he's a fucking blowhard. I just, I don't like him. I don't like him. His personality, the stupid sweater vest, stupid sweaters, whatever. I hate him. Row the boat. Fuck that boat. <laughs> Ski you ma. I'm going to, no, shut up. I'm going to take that fucking oar and smack him with it what i'm gonna do somebody needs to do it someone needs to well and then this summer they had their own scandals up there with the fleck bucks or whatever that was all about yeah but apparently that like passed that passed i mean it wasn't as bad as like all the stuff with northwestern i was compared in a, as far as big big 10 scandals over the summer that was like way a distant third behind northwestern and iowa yeah, yeah. i mean on a scale i mean it was like maybe a point two. It really didn't take off. And I just hated that at media days, he was so long winded about his answer. I'm just like, dude, just fucking give like a two sentence thing. You don't have to go on for 20 minutes about how this is what this and this and like over explain over explaining to me just is such a red flag. Oh, totally. I hate it. He's just that's just him in general, though. He loves hearing his voice more than anything. Yep. It's a program that is all about him. And he that's why he hasn't left yet is because it can be all about him there mm-hmm. which i mean dion is basically the same way too yeah, i i feel like that that is one thing i will say coach rule i feel like defers the credit to the players and will defer the blame to himself and the coaching staff more mm-hmm. than those guys would yeah which is probably why trev alberts went with him over dion sanders oh yeah so and like you said i don't think dion was i don't think Dion ever would have considered coming here in the first place. I don't think so. I don't think there would be enough money in the world for him to come here, to be honest. Well, plus also, I mean, he was a Florida State guy too in college, and Florida State and Nebraska have their own rivalry too. Mm-hmm. So that, I mean, Colorado is the perfect place for him to do his thing because it's far enough off the map 
from like the rest of like it's not an sec school it's mm-hmm. not a school where he's going to get scrutinized for doing things a little bit different but it's big enough where he can make an impact and mm-hmm. people will pay attention yeah that's true even though it's still don't like him <laughs> no. still don't like him part of me but no. way deep down for my husker trolling does like him but purely for that i'm sure i wouldn't want to get a beer with the dude i don't think i don't think he'd get a beer with you I'm pretty sure he wouldn't. Why no. would? Uh, nobody wants to get a beer with me. He'd be like, you're a Creighton fan? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weirdo. <laughs> you're from Kansas? And you're a what Creighton the, fan? What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> so much wrong with you. There's a lot wrong with me. There really is. By Let's... the way, ladies, hey, I'm still single. <laughs> and will be after this podcast, too. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. But no, we're going to we're gonna change directions here for just a second. Okay, so I want, I'm going to ask you this. Okay. Are you in any kind of way superstitious? There's a little bit of me that's superstitious. Like just in basic things or with like. Sports, especially growing up, I was definitely superstitious. I played baseball growing up. Uh, So baseball is full of superstition in general. Yeah, that's I did softball. So, yeah, I think of any sports, baseball and softball are probably the two sports that have like the most superstition involved with them. Well, I think isn't well, baseball is one of the oldest sports that we have. So I can totally see that. Yeah, and they think do things the old way, basically, and they change the littlest thing and people freak out about it. Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny because I remember growing up like playing softball and stuff i just remember they always told you like don't step on the lines like don't step on the lines but my old i never knew it was like a superstition i always thought it was like oh you don't want to fuck up the lines Mm. even though you're going to be running down the line that's (laughs) just my ocd wouldn't want me to touch yeah right like oh gotta keep it nice and crisp (laughs) keep it crisp keep it crisp but but yeah i mean that's in my normal everyday life i'm trying to think there's probably a couple things but nothing like too crazy i mean Hell, I have a black cat. So that's well. He's not fully black. He has he has some some white in there, a little bit, a couple white spots. Yeah, I. So we also. So now we have like another dubbed pod kitty here, (laughs) which he's been really good. I can't believe he's actually sleeping on his own and not bothering us. I I like told him telepathically to go fucking sleep, and that's what he's doing. So teach me your ways. I I don't have those ways about me. I'm very good with animals, apparently. Nyla is the cat whisperer in my house. She, my old cat loved her and now the new cat loves her. Yeah, that cat, I didn't have any interest in that cat either, to be honest with you. Because I, like, first of all, I'm one of those people that I know, like, you don't just go petting people's animals right away. And I just remember when I first came over here, your dogs were barking at me and your cat, like, jumped up on, was, like, by my feet staring at me. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what I'm doing here. (laughs) And then I sat on the couch, like, right there. And that cat sat right up on the arm of it and just like stared at me. Just mean mugged you. Mm-hmm. Mean mugged me for about a good probably like three minutes. And then he finally smelled me and then he like was my best friend. So And this cat notoriously hated everyone. Oh yeah. So it was a matter of me and my daughter, and you were pretty much the only three people. Mm-hmm. When my family would come to town, he would literally chase my mom and my grandma <laughs> around this house. <laughs> But with you, he just stared at you. I mm-hmm. guess you must have put out some sort of alpha something uh, energy know. or something there. And cats just seem to like me. I don't know why. It's it's weird. I'm not a cat. I would never grew up a cat person either. Like my first cat would I like that cat chose me. 
my cat Charlie. That cat chose me. He just came. He was a little kitten. He came and he like sat on my lap and just gave me this little look. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm in love. Love that cat. Miss that, that cat. That's what Krobus did to my daughter as well, too. We went to the shelter and she sat down and he, there was several cats in the room where we were at and he just came up and sat on her lap and she was like, that's the one. Yep. Doesn't take much to convince my daughter. Though. No, and cats, cats love people usually. Usually. Uh, usually. Usually. Okay, so I have this article from the California Aggie. It says it's from today, which I find kind of odd. Um, and it says superstitions, a sports tradition. And it does talk about like some of the baseball ones. Um, every baseball player has their own unique rituals, which yeah, I I'd say so. Um, some common ones include not stepping on the chalk lines. Never talking about a no-hitter or perfect game when the game is in progress. And then using repetitive batting stances and using lucky bats or gloves. I mean, some of that's really not superstition, though. I mean, having a batting stance is just, you don't want to change your batting stance. No. Or in any sport, you're going to have, like, uh, <laughs> ways. Certain routine that, that yeah. you do things. That's, that was kind of mine. Like, when I would go up to bat, I'd always, like have to like swing my bat a certain way and like stand a certain way and my hands a certain way. But that was just because that was what felt comfortable. Exactly. So I, I did that when I played basketball too. You know, when I go to the free throw line, I dribble a certain two times and then flip the ball a little mm -hmm. bit and, and then just set up and then shoot, you know, it's, you do the same thing every time, but that's just force a habit. And that's just hopefully mm -hmm. building a good good habit you know well i always had to have my hand the ball a certain way mm -hmm. that like the lines on the ball had to be a certain way it was like that for volleyball too like the three little sides like that my hand had to be on that when i do it it was weird I god know. you're such a weirdo <laughs> i know <laughs> okay um and then i have an article from the men's journal.com 10 most superstitious athletes and some of these, I'm like, I've never heard of them before. But um, the most famous one, or at least one from my generation, is Michael Jordan. Number 10, Michael Jordan. What superstitions did he have? Um, well, you don't know his superstition? Uh, which one? Uh, well, his main one, I guess. Um, which would be he wore his North Carolina shorts under his uniform for I've every game. I've heard that before, but I guess I never really thought about it. So. Yeah, that was that was his. Um, uh, Do you think he washed them between games? I don't know. Because <laughs> that would be smelly AF. Yeah, there's one on here. Um, let's see. This one, I don't know how this is a superstition. I think this is just like, because football players do this too. Um, number nine is Bjorn Borg. Bjorn Borg? Yeah, there you go. Tennis player? <laughs> yes, the Swedish... See, I, I would never know who the fuck he is. He's a Swedish tennis legend. Oh, I know my Swedish tennis legends. Uh, I'm sure you do. <laughs> Either way, he was known as the Iceman from his steely confidence on the court. Borg would always prepare for the annual tournament, the Wimbledon, by growing a beard and wearing the same Fila shirt. These quirks helped him net an amazing five straight Wimbledon titles from 1976 through 1980. Do you really think that the beard and the shirt helped him get those titles? I fucking doubt it. Um, surprisingly, the Stockholm native, native's lucky beard 
has become one of sports' most popular superstitions and has been adopted by many in the NFL and NHL, including the 2009 Detroit Red Wings and Ben Roethlisberger during the Steelers' 2006 championship season. Like, there's so many, though. But, but dudes have beards. I don't think that's really like, <laughs> guy grows out a beard. Woo, he's yeah. like every other well, middle-aged man on well, Earth right come now. November, so. it's no-shave November, so... Yeah, I mean, if you're during a football season, that's right in the middle of football season. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eight is Kevin Romberg. Like these are all old players. I don't know who the fuck this is. DP would be so disappointed in me. Um, he was a left fielder for the 1982 Cleveland Indians. Um, and they said he's largely for as even though that was a largely forgettable team. Um, according to a long list of pros who played with him, Romberg had. The compulsive, the compulsion to touch someone if they touched him. Okay. Word of this tick quickly spread through the majors, making life a living hell for Romberg. Players would touch Romberg and run, <laughs> sending him into panic. In in so, fact, an umpire once had to halt a game between New York and Cleveland because Yankee players refused to stop touching Romberg. <laughs> It's so fucked up. I don't think that would fly in 2023. No, but like, could you imagine? Like, people just like, tag your it. Homeboy played the longest game of tag ever. Oh, and had a fucking panic attack in the meantime. Good God. I mean, that's. You you know how funny, though, it would be to watch that? I wonder if there's like. There has to be video about that. There has to somewhere. Yeah. I'm getting on YouTube and looking right now. Yeah, look that up. See. How do you even, I don't, I never knew this dude. I never knew this story before. Well, I mean, it's from 1982. So I'm old, but I am not, I am that old, but I was like four when that happened. I wasn't alive yet. So yeah, uh, we're aware. um, But yeah, (laughs) I mean, like I said, DP would be so disappointed in me. What was his name? Um, Kevin Romberg. uh, R-O-M-B-E-R-G. R-H-O-M-B-E-R-G. R.G. Romberg. Yep. Found him. <laughs> Kevin Romberg home run from September 1982. <laughs> Meeting of the Minds. Kevin Romberg and Joe Charbonneau from 2014. I can't find any of him being chased around after oh, being God. touched. but It'd be a Yankees game. That would be hilarious. There was a... There is something here. Oh, no, that's the Yankees. That has nothing to do with Cleveland. But no, <laughs> I want to find this sometime. Well, I will have to... You'll have to do it after we're done recording. Yeah, I'll have to do some more research sometime. This is what I'm going to spend my Saturday night doing. <laughs> looking up Kevin Romberg and being touched. <laughs> which sounds like, another, it sounds like another video altogether. Oh, God. Not going down that road. Um. Okay, number seven, Serena Williams. And she had a weird obsession with like wearing the same socks during her Wimbledon tournaments. I was unaware of this as well. Yeah, that's I don't I don't know I um I don't like wearing my same socks <laughs> just on a normal day, you know. I mean, it doesn't say she doesn't she didn't wash them. It just said that she wore the same ones. Um, but she played tennis for a long time, though. It's a yeah. lot of years to be wearing the same damn socks. Yeah, that, that, you're not wrong. Um, number six, Jason Terry, easily the most superstitious player in the NBA. Dallas Mavericks shooting shooting guard Jason 
Why did they put his full name? Jason Eugene Terry. <laughs> so like, what Thank God fuck? his middle name is very important to this article. <laughs> Eugene. I love that name. <laughs> it would just be like, sup, Eugene. It's <laughs> great. Um, list of quirks include eating chicken before games like Wade Boggs and wearing five five pairs of socks while playing. But the 32-year-old's most bizarre habit occurs while he's sleeping. Oh, my God. I don't I don't know if I want to read this. <laughs> Keep going. You're, um, you're invested now. The night before every game, Terry goes to bed while wearing the shorts of the next day's opposing team. Okay. The compulsion has left Jet desperately. Oh, I love that they nicknamed him Jet in here. Not <laughs> Eugene. Like, no. <laughs> desperately dragging down the right trunks. On a bad night, but a network of equipment manager of equipment managers and fellow players usually hook Terry up. Oh Jesus Christ! That's just that's stupid. Damn it, Eugene! You got know, a stupid damn superstition. It. Damn it, Eugene! <laughs> See, I love that name. Oh God! All right, number five is Wade Boggs. Um, there's a fine line between super. Oops. Superstition and obsessive compulsion of the Hall of Famer Wade Boggs crossed in every night. The twelve, the twelve-time All-Star attributed much of his success to a daily routine, uh, bleh, to a daily routine, and refused to alter his habits. That just sounds like a stubborn old man. That's what that sounds like. Get off my lawn, kids! Right, God. These everyday customs include eating chicken before each game, earning him the nickname Chicken Man. <laughs> Okay. Such a great nickname. <laughs> Such a great Dude's one. Dude's a baseball hall of famer is known as Chicken Man. <laughs> always, always taking batting practice at five. Will at... you do that chicken cluck again? <laughs> no. No, shut up. Always taking batting practice at 517 and running sprints at 717 and drawing the word chai, Hebrew for life. I think that's chai. Yeah, that's chai. Uh, in the dirty, in the dirt before coming home to bed. God, I cannot read today. In the dirty. In the dirty. <laughs> Shut up, Michael. Okay, Boggs' underlying alliance to his superstitions helped lead him to one of the finest pro baseball careers of all time. Again, I have no idea who this guy is. You don't know who I do who Wade Boggs is? He played for the Red Sox. I have no idea. Yeah. Like, I, I'm really bad with baseball players. Like, yeah. uh... Like beyond, uh, like beyond nine, like I know Bo Jackson, and that was like probably the earliest baseball player. Wade Boggs was of a similar era, was at 80s mm -hmm. and 90s. Okay, a DP would be upset with you, with you right now. I know it's, it's fine, lots of disappointment there, anyways, but it's fine. Yeah, um, okay, number four, Patrick Roy, Patrick Waugh. Roy. It's a. It's a. It's, it's R O. It's R O Y though. <laughs> He's French. It's Wa. Well, it says Roy. So <laughs> fuck you. It says Roy. You are well, Roy. Well, your Canadian. Our Canadian listeners might tell you otherwise. Sorry. Spell it differently then. Okay. Perhaps the greatest goaltender in history of the NHL, Patrick. Whatever <laughs> was the firm believer in the power of superstition. Before every game, the former Montreal Canadian would skate backwards towards the net before turning around at the last second and act an act he believed made the goal shrink. So the dude just had psychosis? I, I guess. I don't know. 
During the game, he would converse with the post, thanking them for the podcast. So dude was <laughs> just loopy then. With deflecting and often touching them. <laughs> I think him and Romberg need to hang out together. Oh, shit. Good God. They could be talking to shit and touching each other. Oh, and... my God. <laughs> On ice. That'd be horrible. The amount of spiritual relationship with the goal earned him the nickname St. Patrick. <laughs> and an unprecedented three-con Smith trophies. Wow. Can I just say for a second, this article is passionately written, by the way, too. <laughs> this spiritual relationship with it's, the goal. Yeah, it's it's wow. I I didn't read that one. I like kind of overlooked it, but good God. Wow. Oh, that's fucked up. I'm sorry. That's really Pat, fucked up. Come on, Pat. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Number three, Jason Gamby. G-I-A-M-B-I? Giambi? Giambi? Yeah, G- there you go. Thank you, Giambi. Yeah. I can't read. Baseball I've... player as well. Yeah. Again, I suck at baseball players. I'm yeah. so sorry. Derek, I apologize. <laughs> I, I'll do better. Does he listen to this? I don't know. I'll I... send him this one. No. <laughs> no, please don't. I don't. I, need... I think this is your shot. To, uh... Maybe this should be your film your tape to get on the air over there a shot to get disappointed <laughs> no <laughs> to be told how much of a disappointment i am yeah i don't think so i'm good okay while hitting his power well while his hitting power has cooled in recent years colorado rocky jason what did we say giambi giambi thank you was the pitcher's worst nightmare in his prime but even in his heyday the Giambio, Giambino, Giambino, they called him because they said like the Bambino was Babe Ruth. They called him the Giambino. Tacky as fuck. Uh, Baseball's known for their stupid nicknames as well, too. Yeah. Okay. Was prone to slums. His solution for turning things around: a golden thong. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's right. Whenever the six foot three first baseman found himself in a funk, he'd slip in. He'd slip his 240-pound frame into a tiny <laughs> pair of butt floss before flame. Oh, my God. Oh, thank God you said slip into and then the thong part because yeah. I thought that was going to go somewhere else entirely. Uh, more often than not, <laughs> this weird super- superstition actually worked. In fact, his bikini bottoms became so well thought of, the five-time All-Star teammates would often borrow them to break out of their own slums. Whoa. That's gross. Whoa. That's nasty. Ew. On a related topic, you've heard of and you've heard of the term slump buster before, haven't you? Maybe. In like not like a lot of baseball players have used the term slump buster before, but that's usually finding like a woman to oh, sleep okay. with that. Ow. That's like a slump buster there, and that's been a, that's another superstition that a lot of baseball to players find have an as well. Annie, too. I did learn that they are called Annies. I've never heard the term Annie before. Oh, that's what uh, I. This is what DP taught me. If you've ever seen um, Bull Durham, oh that, yeah, yeah, that movie, they talk about that's oh, what okay. he, that's what he's saying there. I I've never seen the movie. You've never I got... seen Bull Durham before. <sighs> no, <laughs> and I got my ass ripped for it. So understandable. Yeah, I guess. <sighs> What baseball movies have you seen, though? Um, a League of Their Own? Yes, I've seen that. Uh, I had to think for a second. Um, 
Major League? Yes. Okay, that's a good start. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the, like, that movie's, like, I was three, I think, when that movie came out. So, I mean, he's a cool. I got, like I said, I got ripped for it. Either way, I yeah. it's in my list. I will be watching it. Whatever. If you ever do a baseball movie podcast, I'll come back on for that. Okay. All right, number two is uh, Lyoto Machida. Machida. He's a UFC lightweight champion. I don't know that one. Yeah. Um, he's from Brazil. <laughs> that probably that explains a lot too. <laughs> <laughs> it's unclear whether UFC lightweight heavy champion, whatever, whatever, daily, <laughs> daily, his daily habit, a form of superstition or self torture. But every morning, the Brazilian shot, shot, Khan karate master drinks his own urine. Oh. Yeah, revealing that he picked up the practice from his father, himself a karate master. The 31-year-old Brazilian has said he believes urine is a natural medicine that cleanses his body. No, sweetie, that's not how that works. Listen, there's a lot of things that we pass down from father to son, mm -hmm. like learning how to shave, maybe some sports stuff. But I not, don't think drinking your piss is something no, you learn from your father. No. While it sounds disgusting, Machado may be onto something. The dragon has yet to lose a round in his professional mixed martial arts career. Um, this actually was written in 2018. So I don't know if that still holds true or not. I'll, I would look it up, but I don't know how to spell that name. Yeah, we'll look it up after. Uh, yeah, we'll look it up after. And number one is Turk Wendell, another baseball player who yep. I have yet never fucking heard of and i will again i am a disappointment to you're a disappointment to so many here so many all okay. of your mlb fans that are listening to the pod right now i know well all these people are before me man i don't know what to tell you all right to put it bluntly former new york mets and he's also played for the new york mets why would i know anything <laughs> about the new york mets um uh, reliever turk wendell was a full-blown manic when it came to superstition a short line of right handers many uh, why my brain just totally froze <laughs> yes words <laughs> uh okay includes always leaping over the baselines like that's normal when walking to the mound chewing black licorice oh while pitching it's better than chewing tobacco though. i suppose but i think they're right up there they both yeah, are nasty black licorice is horrible Yuck. And brushing his teeth between innings. Well, because he chews black licorice. Yeah, no shit. Like, your teeth are disgusting. I bet you could probably eliminate one if he eliminated the other. Right. The Massachusetts native would also wear a necklace decorated with the sharp teeth of wild animals he had hunted and killed. Which is, like, the picture they have here. Uh, Wendell's quirks extended off the field, too. In 2000... Wow, and I guess that's not before me, but still, I didn't. I don't know who the Mets are. Like, I don't know any. You don't of the know Mets. your 2000 New York Mets? Huh? No. Uh, the reliever asked the New York Mets uh, to make his contract for uh, nine, nine, nine 9.9 mil, basically. Nine, 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 all the way across. So a bunch of nines, infinite yep. amount of nines. Huh? In order of his uniform number of 99. There was baseball numbers of 99. Usually baseball players don't wear numbers that high, but yeah, that's usually weird. that's like 
like a spring training number or like a guy who's going back down to the minors number. Yeah. Usually good players don't have the number 99. I didn't even know they went over like 30, to be honest. Oh, yeah. I have a jersey that I from a royal from the past. It's in the 60s somewhere. Mm, weird. That, that's weird to me. I don't know. And then I have the 30 strangest superstitions in sports history from Insider. And I don't know how many of these we want to get into. I was going to say, do we want to get into all? I don't think we want to do all 30 of those, do we? No. Um, I mean, there's a lot more of, like, these people fucking drinking their goddamn piss. I don't, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, it's not, it doesn't cleanse the body. It is cleansed from the body. That's yeah. why your body gets rid of it. It it's extracts waste. it. It's it like, is waste. You yeah. do not drink it. That's just fucking awful. Um, I don't know. I can kind of roll through these. Uh, a lot of these are the same ones that we read, actually. Okay. But um, I'm looking. Uh, Brian Erlacher eats two chocolate chip cookies before every game. He's a bear. I, no one cares. <laughs> no one cares about the bear. It clearly didn't help. Because <laughs> he was still a bear. Yep, he was still a bear. Um, there is one like uh, what's his name from LSU that eats the turf. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's on here somewhere. Uh, oh um, um, Steve Klein never washed his hat. Ugh. Yeah, that's gross. Klein was a left-handed specialist receiver for several years at the major league level. Though he had a solid career, most fans took notice of Klein's sweat-stained hat. Oh, he wouldn't wash his hat a single time during a season. Oh, God. That's just gross. Oh, by like, the end of the year, that thing was nasty. Not good. That was raunchy. Eek. As a result, Klein's dingy hat became a common topic of conversation for fans. You know, okay. The thing is, though, you know how much you could probably get for that hat if you sold it unwashed? You could get a fuck ton for that. I should look up. I will do this once again after the pod, but I'll look up Steve Klein's dirty ass hat and see if I can find it on eBay. Honestly, you probably could sell it for a lot. There's there's weirdos out there. Oh, yeah. Um, Mike Bibby clips his fingernails during timeouts. Okay. Just, some of these are like just weird habits people have. They're not really superstition. I understand for a basketball player, you want to keep your nails short because obviously just for shooting and everything. But, yeah, but, but like, do you have to do it between timeouts? Yeah, that just seems odd to me. Seems like, like a little much. A little bit. Um, see, some of the, yeah, this is Jason Terry. I When did Jason Terry play? I think he finished probably like Eugene. five, ten years ago. Mm. I think Eugene has been out of the league for a while now. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out if he played with Strick. Oh, I maybe. Just, uh, he might be a little young. I don't I, know. He might be a little bit young. I did ask. I did ask um, some of our former like sports players on the state. I did ask them if um, they had any superstitions. I was surprised with some of the answers I got. Oh. Um. Like Strickland got back to me. He said he really didn't have any. He just had normal routines that he followed, which I didn't ask if they were like super strict or anything, but uh, super strict, strict. Oh, Jesus. Shut up. Okay. That was stupid. I was stupid. <laughs> I'm a dad. I give out dad jokes. 
freely and willingly, apparently. So um, once again, ladies, I'm single. Yeah, we know. <laughs> this is not. Let's try to get Michael a date, and that's not happening for you. Listen, when I open my mouth, I know that's not the no. outcome that's going to happen. No. Um, Wayne Gretzky baby powdered the end of his stick prior to face off. I don't think that's weird. I don't know. No, that's really pretty lame. Yeah. See some of the, that's what I mean. I was like, this one's kind of this stupid. Um, let's see. <sighs> what other local people did you hear from? Um, I asked Jay Foreman since he, you know, played in the NFL and stuff. Uh, he said typically he like, you had to tape things a certain way, like, certain feet certain things i asked i was like well do you have any superstitions now he's like nah <laughs> so <laughs> no i did reach out um i also reached out to damon benning he said he's not really superstitious when he played he just wore like the same like undershirt i think but like if for anyone that like knows who damon is he's not a superstitious guy at all he doesn't believe in luck like that's yeah, that's just really not his M.O. No. He's, he's way too cerebral for that. Yeah, so, I mean, that's just not his thing. And I, he told me, I asked him, I go, well, did you, like, play with people who were superstitious? He said yes. And I said, can you tell me who <laughs> and what it was? And or I'm like, or are you not at liberty to say? He's like, I'm really not at liberty to, <laughs> to out people. I'm like, all right, that's fine, whatever. I mean, but, the man has an important role now. Well, is the color analyst for the Nebraska Cornhuskers radio network. So well, he probably wants to keep things close to the vest. And my assumption, is, and from what he told me, um, all he could tell me is that they were wide receivers and running backs, which the I, wide receiver thing checks out. They're kind of divas and weirdos in general. And he was a running back. So I could see where he'd be in that room and could see weirdos doing yeah, shit. He would know what's going on in a running back room. Definitely. Mm hmm. Um, okay, here's one. Uh, Moses Alou? Is that how you say Moises that? Alou? Sure. Yeah. Peed on his own hands to harden them. Like, what, what do you mean to harden them? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't understand. And he got flack and he was like, oh no, it's fine. <laughs> You're in luck. Fucking stupid pun. <laughs> stupid pun. i didn't make that pun no the article made the, the pun. article made the pun it was this is written by a dad i can tell i didn't write the article no it wasn't you um da, 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 da. by the way doctors say urinate on your hands doesn't harden them if anything it softens them no shit really <laughs> <laughs> thanks doc <sighs> right oh less miles that's who eats turf during the game i've actually witnessed that too you know where Les Miles coached after he coached at LSU? The University of Kansas, where he was very horrible. Yeah, sorry. Which most coaches are. Yeah, well, it's not like it's that great of a university. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Yeah, mm. uh, yeah I'll keep my Kansas hate, I suppose, to myself. Um, <laughs> when, when have you ever done that? I know. <laughs> uh, number 10 is from NASCAR. And they say they have several superstitions, which some of these, I'm like, they're not superstitions. They are for fucking safety. Like, um, there are no peanut shells permitted on the track. No shit. <laughs> like, There's cars going 200 miles a fucking hour on the track. Why would you want peanut shells on the track? Right? Like, what the fuck? It's like, uh, duh. <laughs> There's also another superstition. We don't pour oil and hot butter on the track, too, while we're at it. Jesus Christ. Um, 
This this one I didn't know. There are no green cars since they are considered bad luck. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I never I don't watch NASCAR much anymore. Um my parents used to all the time, but my mom doesn't watch anymore, so I never knew that. I should ask DP cuz he says his wife was a racer. I should ask him if that holds true. NASCAR is one of those things that like was really big 20 years ago and I feel like has kind of died off since then. Yeah, I don't think racing's as big as it used to be. No, at least not around here. I do like I've going noticed. to Eagle or some of the other smaller racetracks. That's a pretty fun night. I it's been a while since I've been to Eagle Raceway. It's been a hot minute. I have a really good friend who they go every week. And last week was like the last week of the year. And mm. they wanted me to go every week. And every week I did not go this year. Shame on you. I'm a horrible friend. Yes, you are. No drivers carry $50 bills as they are considered bad luck. Well, then give them to me then. Yeah, right. I'll take your 50s. I will happily. That means I can rob you because you probably are carrying hundreds. That's that's not good. <laughs> Okay, okay, Nyla, go yeah. rob, go yeah. rob a NASCAR driver. <laughs> Not a, that's ridiculous to even think. I'll chase him. I'll get him. Well, now if a NASCAR, now if a NASCAR driver gets his pocket picked, we've got it on. It on, was Nyla. Yeah, it was Nyla. We got it on on film here. Um, John Henderson, uh, who is a NFL defensive tackle. I don't know who for. I I don't know. I've heard the name, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Loves getting slapped across the face on game day. I would love to do that for you. Like, please let me do that for you. Hey, one thing about this pod, we don't kink shame. Oh, my God. That's, yeah, no shit. Well, it doesn't say by who, though. It just says he likes to be slapped across the face. It doesn't say by, like, fellow teammates, by a coach, by, like, his woman. It doesn't specify. It just says he likes to be slapped across the face. Hey, hey, honey, uh, I know we just met and we haven't known each other very long, but slap me. can you slap me as hard slap as possible? God, can you imagine just running to the run into the stands? Slap me. I can't wait to clip this out of the pod. Oh, Lord. You guys should have drops. I think that'd be a good drop to have. Okay. Um, Barry Fry peed in the corner of his home soccer stadium in order to get rid of evil spirits. That is his cat, for those that can hear that. Dude, cat, <laughs> calm the fuck down. He has a cardboard box that my daughter made him into, made into a food truck for him. Because that's what my daughter does. And apparently he decided this is the moment that it must be destroyed. It must be destroyed. Must seek and destroy. Are you, are you cool? Are, are you done now? You we good? good? We good, bro? Yeah, I think I so. I think we're good. All right. Okay, anyway. Crisis averted. That was weird. Um, yeah, but he pees in the corner of his home soccer stadium or football stadium. Yeah, that's right. They call it football. To, another... get, to get rid of evil spirits. What the fuck kind of sorcery is that? Listen, like... we've learned if we've learned anything today, we've learned urine is very powerful in a lot of different ways. This is from like 93, 96 when he was coaching. That's our manager, I guess. That's still fucked up, dude. No, you don't. So urine gets rid of evil spirits. It hardens your hands. You drink it for to cleanse magic. to cleanse the soul, I guess. What what the fuck is wrong with people? Fuck. So much pee. I, I need to I need to reevaluate what I do with my urine. I guess so. I don't know. Um, I don't. Yeah, yeah. 
Romberg shit. Uh, okay, here, here's a weird one. A soccer team bathed in a crocodile and hippo-infested river before a game, and it went just as well as you might expect. How many of them died? Uh, this is a pregame ritual that happened only once, but it bears a mentioning. <laughs> of course, of course, of course only it did. Once. Mm-hmm. Back in t- 2008, American Football Club Midlands Portland Cement. I don't know. I <laughs> Is that their nickname, the cement? I guess. was. I can't read. Michael, you know this. Was instructed to take a cleansing dip into the Zim- Zambezi River by their coach. This was due to the team losing several games in a row, and the coaching staff felt the team needed a change of luck before taking a rival club later in the week. What the Fuck. I like, think Homeboy just wanted to kill off half no the shit. team. No shit. Like, hey, if you survive, then you're worthy of playing next week. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? The Zambezi River is not a river someone should swim in, especially where they were located. The particular area of the river where the team swam was close to Victoria Falls, and it had especially strong currents. Also, the part of the river was closed off since it was infested with hippos and crocodiles. One of the players drowned in the incident, and Midlands lost their next match. <laughs> I love how a person died and they lost their next match. And they match. still lost. <laughs> like, well, like... <laughs> you weren't worthy. Sorry. So sorry. Their human sacrifice did not help them win their next match. Nope. Nope. It sure didn't. That's fucked up, though. Rest in peace to that guy no who shit. died because his coach is a fucking idiot. Yeah, no shit. Um, yeah, that's basically all I got. Uh... Yeah, that's all I got. Those guys just should have pissed on themselves or something. Oh no shit. Like just go like go try to piss on the crocodile. Like I would rather see you stand there and see if you can like piss a yard to hit the crocodile. Because I'm sure you could outrun him. Maybe. Can you outrun a crocodile? Um be I don't know. You probably couldn't outrun a hippo. Those fuckers are fast. Well, yeah, and they're big. So. They're they're big too, so I don't want to get stomped by a hippo or bitten by a crocodile. No. Uh, I'm just not going to piss on either one of them. No. I don't know why you'd even go near any of it, though. Like, that's just what what possesses a coach to be like, oh, yeah, let's let's do this. Let's do this. This sounds like a great idea. Perfect. Let's jump into this crocodile hippo infested water. If you survive, great. If you don't, well, you weren't worthy. (laughs) Sounds like that it's something to do with, like, uh soccer managers or coaches they seem to be kind of out there something i don't know psychopaths so you're saying matt rule probably wouldn't do that with no the team. god damn no i fucking hope not that'd be crazy it sounds like something dion or pj fleck might do though he might have people piss on crocodiles or something row my boat oh. <laughs> if they don't get my oar then <laughs> you don't retrieve my oar you are not worthy to row the boat you're not worthy of a fleck buck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, I think we're going to end on that note. I don't I don't know. Did I talk about my superstitions? I don't know if I did. Nyla, did you talk about your superstitions? What are your superstitions? My superstitions? I, like, when it comes to my, like, okay, in normal everyday life, I don't really have superstitions. I have, like, weird routines, maybe, but not superstition. Um... I do. I did go through a whole thing. I thought I, uh, I, I'm debating, and I put it on my Twitter if I should smash my one coffee mug because I truly believe that that fucker is cursed. 
that's what's causing all the huskers pain is this coffee mug i, I don't know but it's definitely causing me pain listen like, nyla i know how much you love your coffee mugs i know that that's what i mean yeah. <laughs> this is so uh, this is an existential crisis for it, you here it is and the fact that most people are like yeah you should smash it i'm like so hard we'll to tell do. them to buy you another one then i need to buy a new one i first of all i took this thing out of the depths of my cupboard and also side note did you know do you know how to spell cupboard c-u-p-b-o-a-r-d i did okay i'm stupid so i did not realize that it was cup board but we don't say it that way it's, no. it, people say cupboard they don't say cupboard yeah i, I was just like wait a minute i've i what and it's not a word that I like spell out often well, or no. ever. Because like I'm writing a lot of stories no. with cupboards in them. But Jesus Christ, I like read it and I'm like, is that seriously how that's spelled? <laughs> <laughs> Have I really been saying it wrong? But but you say cupboard, you don't say cupboard. If you say cupboard to people, you, they're gonna think you're psychotic. Well, they're gonna be like, what do you the fuck? Are you, you mean a cupboard? <laughs> like yeah, cupboard, a cupboard. A cupboard. <laughs> I need to go get a glass out of my oh. cupboard. I mean, it makes sense, but I'm also like, Jesus Christ, I'm an idiot. So is this a Husker mug that you're talking about? Yeah, it's... And how long have you had it? What's the backstory behind this mug? I ordered it off Zulily, so it's not like I bought it authentically from, like, a store. That's the problem. And that's what I mean. It's, it's... a knockoff mug. You no, can't have knockoff mugs but in your it's collection. Not a it's not a knockoff, though, because it's in, um like, the Best of Big Red store. They have one in there. So I'm like, do I need to smash this one and just go buy the same mug? How about this? You go and actually just go and just bring it in with you. Sneak over to the shelf. And just leave switch it them there. out. Just switch them out. <laughs> pick up a new one and leave the old one uh, there. I could do that. I don't know if that's legal or not. It's, but... I mean, it's an exchange. I yeah. mean, it's technically not stealing. Like, yes, it's used, but I mean. Or you could just go in there and be like, this one's cursed. Can I have a new one? <laughs> Can I have a new one? I really think I need to, like, put it in a bag and, like smash it in front of the stadium well speaking of which do you do remember last year they had that reverse the curse event at haymarket park here in lincoln last year uh oh. it was sponsored by another radio station in town no uh, when yeah, did they do that yeah, right before the season last year uh <sighs> yeah a, that worked <laughs> a very prominent local radio guy did it here and it was their who? big thing who jack mitchell oh they okay. had they had Jack. They had sixteen twenty was at it too, and Jack and Caleb and those guys were at it. And that was right before the season. And were they, they trying to do that for the football season? Yeah, it was before well, football season, and it obviously worked really well last oh, year too. Yeah. I mean, if they did it right before like Mickey took over, then I could see it. But mm. I think the moral of the story is: if your coaches suck, it doesn't matter how many uh, rituals you have or what superstitions you have. No. Just sucking as a coach is not gonna. No, it's gonna end poorly. Yeah, pretty much. But I still feel like I need to like smash this thing. I, I have a weird compulsion to want to like get on TikTok and just smash it for TikTok. You did see my TikTok at the stadium already. <laughs> yeah, that was really pathetic. Yeah. For those that would love to go see Michael try to go to slide down the stairs, <laughs> the railing <laughs> at the stadium, it is the most pathetic thing I've ever seen in my life. Bet free Mike at TikTok. <laughs> yeah. If you want to go check it out, it's. I didn't realize it was that hard to slide down. But in my defense, I was wearing my work at the time okay they were khakis yeah but they no, but... i didn't want to ruin them i actually 
like then, those pants. Then why would you do it if you didn't want to ruin them, you Because it, it was the day, it was the one-year anniversary of Scott Frost sliding down him, <sighs> which I'm pretty sure he had on, like, those slick pants. He had athletic shorts, I'm pretty sure. It was pants, but it was, I, I think... No, it wasn't. It was shorts. Oh, was it? It was shorts. Either way, they're slicker than khakis. Yeah. And he had a running start, and I had, he had a, a running start and a very creeped out college girl <laughs> filming for me. You you said it was a college guy. No, it was, it was a, a girl. girl. Yes. Oh my god. I asked her, I was like, hey, can you help me make a TikTok? And she's like, whatever, old man, and <laughs> held up the camera for like eleven she seconds. She felt she felt sorry for you. She was like, oh, this is. Oh. She went back and told her friends, like, dude, there's this creepy guy. Absolutely. <laughs> he like asked me to record a TikTok. One hundred percent, she did. <laughs> That's why I was just like in and out. I wanted to do a second take, but I was like, no way. I'm not going to chance this. We'll have to. We'll She's going to take my phone and go to the cops with it. No shit. We'll have, I'll have to go with you and we'll have to, you'll have to attempt again. Okay. I'll recreate it then. Yeah, you can Thank do you. You I can do so much better. Thanks for having some faith in me. Thanks for believing I, in me, I, I suppose that's what it is. <laughs> it's like... You just want to laugh at me in person trying yes. to do it. Yes. That's but... fair. Can you wear a helmet when you do it? Because if you fall and you hurt yourself, I'm I'm walking away. That was also a concern of mine too. <laughs> is that I was afraid I was going to fall off the thing and it, like well, seriously injure all, myself. First of all, it's called balance, which you do not have. So. Coordination is Coordin not my best friend. No, and like I've slidden down those before, so I have semi idea. But you slid down the yeah. Memorial Stadium railings. I believe so. Yeah long time ago it's been a hot minute and i've slid down railings before in general so i do have balance michael <laughs> look at you skater girl i know woo go me <laughs> <laughs> but anyway no um what are my superstitions uh see you've been with me when i've like watched games and oh, stuff oh yeah you're you are kind of a psycho when you watch games <laughs> I am. <laughs> we went to a bar one time, and I thought you were going to jump actually on the bar while I, watching hey, the game. I could have. That's just being a crazy fan. That's not, like, my superstitions at all. Like, my superstitions are more, like, at home if I get, like, I don't even want to, like, explain what they are. Because they're so stupid. Like, they're the stupidest things. It's one of those things where, like, if I'm standing in a certain spot on a certain way and we're doing good, I don't move. You don't move. You don't move. You don't move at all. And it's like, if I move, and usually it happens that I'm like, I got to pee. That's why I'm standing up to begin with. And I'm like, I'm stuck here for the next like 20 minutes now. <laughs> I'm peeing my pants. Yep, pretty much. That's how that works. But that's really my only big superstition. I know um, my recent one is uh, like, if we're doing bad, my whole thing is if I get on my phone and I ignore them, they do better. Than if I'm actually watching, like I have to have them in my peripherals, but if I don't pay attention to them, we do well. Because of course, because Jeff Sims knows when you're on your phone. Yes, he fucking does. God damn it. He did well when I wasn't paying attention. Well, you should have been on your phone a little bit more then. I was on my phone the whole fucking time. They, I was like, it must be the TikToks I'm watching. Some of them, the music is great. And then the next one, it's like, oh, we fucked up. I gotta go back to the other one. <laughs> so, you're watching the same TikTok, TikTok over like 20 minutes. <laughs> 75 <Yeah>. times. <laughs> Yep, pretty much. Huskers it's, are doing well. I'm watching this TikTok, TikTok again. It's the music. The minute it doesn't work, you got you, oh, got to flip it. <laughs> got to change it now. Wow, it works. It's weird and stupid, but it works. <laughs> That's why we love you. I know. I do weird shit, but 
Anyway, so if you guys have any superstitions, please write in to us at rancherbanterpod at yahoo.com. Um, you can hit us up on our socials if you want to take a vote on my little poll I have on my Twitter about my cup. Do you think I should smash it? Do you think I should smash it? I think it doesn't hurt to smash it. I know it hurts you because mm. you, for those who don't know, Nyla has a pretty extensive mug collection. Uh, I do. And I love them so much. And But this one, it's betrayed me so much. And I, I pulled it out of the depths of my cupboard and I told it, I'm like, you're going to do good this year. I actually talked to the fucking mug. Okay. It was a psychopathic thing. I actually talked to the fucking mug. And I said, we're going to do good this year, right? We're going to have a win today. And I should have fucking known because I was sitting and I fucking, it spilled all over me. I was going to say, did you drink out of the mug during the game? <sighs> no. Maybe was, that's what you should have done. Maybe, I don't know. I, I don't so you know. talked to it and then it spilled? I, I talked to it and I went to go drink and I was like sitting with it and it just ended up spilling and it spilled all over me and I was livid. You know what you could do to get rid of those spirits? Pee in it. No, God, no. Just yeah, I'll I'll aim on it. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Urine seems to get rid of spirits. That's what we've found out today. I don't think it has a spirit. I think it's just cursed. I think it's just a jinxed mug. It's just not a good mug. When did you buy this mug? Years ago. Well, Nebraska hasn't been good for years. I, well, I'm trying to decide if I should like just give it to somebody or just like. Like just give it away. You could give it to me because I won't give a shit. I know, that's true. But then you, you'll disrespect the mug. <laughs> disrespect, even, the... even though it has disrespected me. That fucker has disrespected me. What so do you much. think exactly? I'm gonna do to your mug? <laughs> Pee in it, probably. <laughs> a weirdo take it out back listen i'm a single man i don't pee into coffee cups i do know how to use know the what... toilet look all look i don't know what you do in your backyard okay in your free time not pissing I in coffee mugs idea. you could i don't know you could i but my yard's not completely fenced in i don't need to go to jail for pissing in a coffee mug no but when it's dark you can't see nothing back there so target practice that would be fine i'd rather do target <laughs> practice than piss in it Oh God! Anyway, if you guys have any suggestions, because this this will probably drop in a couple weeks, so my well, my poll probably won't be up there then. But if you have an idea of what I should do with this coffee mug, and please do not say give it to Michael, because I don't think I trust him to do something with it, <laughs> do oh, something sensible with it. I can't it. wait for Creighton Nebraska basketball this year. Can I chuck it at your head? That sounds like a great idea. If Nebraska beats Creighton in basketball this year, I'll let you chuck it <gasps> at my head. Oh, you pinky promise that? I pinky promise. Sweet. He pinky promised. Oh, this is going to be fun. Because we have been winning against you guys. Once in like we still 15 won. years. Bitch, we still won. Once in like 15 years. Creighton's going to be top 10 again this year. Gross. Anyway. So this podcast has been long enough. <laughs> And we've talked too much about pee, and it's time to go. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Yes. We will catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Don't drink your pee. <laughs>